0: tu indifference, hoy tus tus ojos vi el amor, hoy que I see en love, conciencia, see sin love, I dolor. Hoy love, tus labios adorados love, I con the love, I see the love, I Corazón, no quiero perderte no corazón, me horroriza creer que algún día te aparte la muerte y me quede sin alma y sin Dios, corazón, no quiero pensármelo y he llegado a creer con fervor. La vida nos está esperando, eternizando nuestro amor. Y algún día te aparte la muerte y me quede sin alma y sin Dios, corazón. Y he llegado a creer con fervor que otra vida nos está esperando, eternizando nuestro amor. Que otra vida nos está esperando, eternizando nuestro amor.
1: Nice choice Adam The song is called Sin Alma Sin Dios It means soulless and godless (laughs)
2: Yes (laughs) Brutal (laughs) Just like me
1: I thought I would uh, Yeah I wanted you to feel welcome here
2: Thanks you dedicated it to me Just now
1: I played it simply because of the name I don't even know if I like it but The lyrics are really fucked up I like it I do like uh, it. It got me into tango zone. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, um, right off the bat, I wanted to mention because we forgot last week that our friend Tegan, who was on the show recently, is a violinist here in New York City, and she is looking for work. We're putting the word out for her. If you heard her, if you heard her on the show, um. You can listen to her music. She's really good,
2: and she's not just looking a musical job, like whatever opportunity, right? I'm
1: trying, I'm trying to find it the.
2: Would be even better if it's something that uh, she loves doing. But
1: <laughs> I'm trying to find the message she sent us, but I can't seem to find it right she's now. She's
2: looking for an opportunity for employment. I see. That's the wording.
1: She's new to the city yes um
2: how you been adam
1: um how was your day? good i got to walk to the mechanics twice because i went the first time so he could show me what he was gonna fix and then i went back to get the car
2: <laughs> and it's <laughs> fixed
1: <laughs> yep i don't you know, know why he wanted you? me to go <laughs> Feels
2: good.
1: I haven't hit any he had bumps already yet.
2: told you what he was
1: gonna do i thought yeah but he had to do he found something else that needed to be fixed and he wanted me to come take a look like i know what the fuck i'm looking at i walk in there he's like yeah so this is also <laughs> i gotta get you i won't charge you extra for it but i need to fix this too and i'm like oh yeah totally gotcha yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then i walked That's all the way home but i walked through greenwood cemetery which was nice and um and then basically i got home i got a phone call and turned around and went back
2: you should have been just send me a photo <laughs>
1: I should have just said dude I have no idea what the fuck's <laughs> yeah, happening
2: exactly <Just> <laughs> well he's teaching you through this maybe yeah,
1: I don't think I mean not, he, not really he'd
2: like more educated customers
1: he always wears a cap so when I went to get the car at the end of the day he didn't have his cap on and he had very thick hair and I he's a little guy um And everybody, he's Polish, and everybody that works for him is Polish, and they all speak Polish, and all the clients seem to be Polish, too, and I'm, like, probably one of the few non-Polish ones, but I just, I was, like, I kind of looked at him, I think I kind of threw him off, because he came walking up, and he has this very, like, thick luscious hair <laughs> 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 I was trying to did a double take and he just looked at me because he's such a small little guy and he wears a hat I thought he was like a bald little like well I was gonna say
2: usually the surprise is like there is not much hair under the cap and like, he just
1: looked like it's... a bald guy when you with a hat like I don't know you know I don't know it sounds weird <laughs> but like when he wore a hat he looked like he could be bald and it would be fine I don't know anyway
2: made me think of uh, you know I don't know I this is so weird I um, they had these heads that you would buy and now you would water them and then grass would grow out of their hair.
1: In... What's that?
2: It's
1: the pottery that grows.
2: Oh, is that what that is?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I see. Anyway, it just made me think about <laughs> They're yeah, like, what the fuck are they saying? I'm like, did I just lose him? He's like, <laughs> started singing to himself. <laughs> In the middle of me telling a story. That's how interested he is. <laughs> so how did you find this song?
1: Uh, the song it was, was in the it was Godless in the folder song. of um all the music you just gave me.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, maybe that's why I heard it before I was dancing to that old folder recently.
1: Hmm. And it was um Valdez
2: mm. So good I want to dance now
1: Well so, that's the I other know, thing I wanted to talk weird... about Sorry I wanted to talk about yeah. one more thing really quick early in the show Yeah. Next Tuesday Balucho. Yes For those of you who are Here in Brooklyn, New York Or in the city or around us We're going to be performing on the sidewalk Woo-hoo! But it's um It's an outdoor dinner. It's an
2: outdoor dinner show.
1: Dinner show. And um, there'll be live music. There'll be a singer and I believe a guitarist. And then Chico uh, and I are going to dance a little bit. And karaoke for any of you who know how to sing in Spanish. And um, you have to reserve a table or a seat in advance and have dinner and drinks and all that. But um, yeah, so that'll be next Tuesday. From on after seven eight
2: p.m. On. on or seven p.m. on, yeah. But if you reserve a table or a seat, you have to be there latest by eight. And Renee Roger is the person, Roger, actually. Apparently, the way you say her last name. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. Remember when she was on the show? It's French.
1: Oh yeah, I do remember.
2: Um. Anyway uh you can contact us and we'll put you in touch with her or you can contact her directly for reservations that
1: sounds so fun.
2: anything else you want to mention because i want to share this mm. weirdest freaking thoughts i had today <laughs> <laughs> you should about go about cracks <laughs> okay <laughs> i was like thinking i think Within the time I lived in the U.S., I've seen more butt cracks than I've ever seen in my life.
1: You know, I wanted, I'm i going to interrupt you for a second. Last, last Sunday when we met at Pier 45 for that picnic, I was meeting two students ahead of time to do the private lessons. And uh-huh. as I was walking down the pier with Bryn, there was a man on a, tipped over on a bench with his butt crack hanging out. And I said to Bryn, like, oh, I missed the New York City butt crack sightings. <laughs>
2: it's so funny I mean I was like I gotta ask about this to Adam like was this always the case I mean of course we would have it in Turkey too and I would like but it would be a much more rare occasion we call it fork by the way when we see it we say check out the fork um And I don't know, I've like seen it in so many, like a lot more settings and with a lot more people and even of people I know, like, so I can't figure out if it's... uh, attire problem where people don't know how to pick pants for themselves and it pulls their underwear down or if it's just they don't give a damn or they hate belts. Wait, wait you're
1: talking about sagging pants.
2: I mean, I'm talking about any sort of a situation where there is a fork out there and some you know, it's I, I all need... the time.
1: I, I, I'm talking about like are you talking? I okay. I'll You lost me. Are you talking about like, a crack or just pants hanging low? No.
3: I'm
1: Why are we talking about, about this crack. on the tango program, Kiko? There's <laughs> I a nice don't young know. woman going to call in shortly <laughs> and play violin for us, and her friends are listening, and we're talking about butt cracks. Butt in cracks. New York. <laughs> and I am not the one who brought it up. I am. See, the everybody one. thinks I'm the one in this couple that's like the the weird one. But dude, you guys have no idea what I deal with. Like these are my random
2: thoughts. Throughout the day, like I just popped into my head today. And I was like, I have to share this.
1: What are you sharing? That you're seeing butt cracks?
2: Like yeah, I in your dreams just so much no. (laughs) (laughs) On the street. Sometimes it's a friend that bends over and they (laughs) like right there. I mean it just happens so much more.
1: Why does this happen so much?
2: I don't know. It's happened a lot over the years. You don't notice this? Oh, God.
1: On I need I to help here, people. Thank or you. Then Somebody's calling in to help where me with It this. was Ooh, like all
2: low jeans for women. So you would see that all the time with like young girls.
4: Hi, uh, I'm night calling night. to report a tango crime.
2: <laughs> yes, I finally is got this a... Lisa to call in.
4: Well, <laughs> I knew this is was a hotline story
2: to draw <laughs> Is this a hotline
4: to calling to report tango crimes?
1: <laughs> yes. I, I saw the you know ad
4: on Facebook, and you know I realized it starts at you know you guys will take calls and take the reports starting at eight thirty. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I would like to report, um, are you guys writing this down? This is very important.
1: Yes, yes, I'm I'm writing this down. <laughs> okay, all right. Can I right. have your name and your um, height, please, ma'am?
4: I thought this was anonymous.
1: Oh, okay. Just your, just your height, then. Is your butt
2: crack showing off right now, ma'am? <laughs> We can't. Currently, interpret. no. Currently, <laughs> okay, okay. no.
4: <laughs> My height is just 6'10". Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I would like to say um, uh, last week when I was at a milonga. Oh, wait, I'm not supposed to say this. this you no, know, because no milonga is happening right now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a couple of months ago, I saw this woman. She is... I would say something between her twenty, her twenties and her sixties, and uh, <laughs> that's quite a <the> range. <laughs> listen, I don't discriminate, okay? So I don't know. And then you know she passed, passed passed by me and I saw her butt crack and I was like, what is this? But then my dancing partner was like, this is awesome, this is great. New York City should have more of these. So
1: I Oh my don't God, know. I think I know who you're dancing. <laughs>
2: So hold oh. on, was she wearing pants or a skirt? <laughs> She's we wearing pants. We're gonna skirt. Jeans, okay. ripped jeans.
4: How dare she? I don't know. This is okay, like, yeah. not even the proper tangle with you know.
2: Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> that, yeah that's all. I mean, well, I to, yeah. it just happens. And April, I'm you like, missed
1: the, uh, the the most people, provocative conversation people, ever.
2: I think people don't care because like, there's no way you're not feeling there's reason like that your butt crack is out I don't know anyway wow. what does the people have been sitting person for too think? long because <laughs>
4: quarantine has meeting uh, has made us set up sit on the butts too long you know just kind of the nerve everything's <laughs> are dying so you know it's taking out for a stroke it's uh, necessary but anyway uh, I reported I do my uh, civil duty so uh,
1: oh, you let her know nice. you let the, you let the young lady know?
4: Uh, no, I didn't. How would I? Oh,
1: then you didn't report it.
4: I just report to you guys. Aren't you guys the sorry? She's,
1: authority? she's <laughs> reporting
2: to me because I am the police, apparently. For this. <laughs> I'm noting it. Down. I have a journal now. <laughs> Birdcry sightings. It's like bird watching. <laughs> Dear diary, today. Dear diary. There is various kinds. <clears throat>
1: Well, everybody has one.
2: <laughs> it's very true.
1: That's the one thing we all have in common.
2: How uh, you been, an anonymous uh, caller? I miss uh, you.
1: Uh,
2: oh, you do? Yes.
4: But but you're not supposed to know who I am. Just miss random people, Chico? Damn. I, I feel very special now. Well, I mean, she dreams voice. about
1: bud cracks, so
4: she
5: <laughs> <can> miss <laughs> anonymous people. <laughs>
2: I didn't say I dream.
1: <laughs> well, where are you seeing all these butt cracks?
2: On the street? Random places. On the street at the Milonga, like she said. At the restaurant. Somewhere. Oh, you were at
4: the Milonga, was that? Last week?
2: I, no, I was not.
4: So, oh, you were not? Oh, I, I no. thought I saw you there. It was around Midtown.
2: In this alleyway.
4: <laughs> Wait, is there even alleyways in Midtown?
2: Hold on, was I the one wearing pants? What's going on here?
4: No, it was uh, It was this. Uh, her skin was kind of like a grayish, a mix between Asian and the uh, Blooming Group skin color. So I don't know, and her eyes were kind of like the neon green. I don't think that was you. It doesn't fit right, the description.
2: You. Phew! All right, good. That was pretty close. I'm glad. That was very close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad nobody described my skin as gray
4: all right i'm gonna go off before i ruin your podcast with nonsense <laughs> well so.
1: chico already took it down that dumpster alley fire in the midtown of manhattan <laughs> Jesus. I, I wouldn't be surprised if our guest doesn't want to play music for us anymore
4: Probably... oh no, no
1: i'm well, just kidding i'm, I'm just kidding <laughs>
4: I miss you a lot, Chico, and Adam, you too, kind of. So, uh, I miss yeah. you, Hope too, you guys. are miss Isabella.
1: Well. I, I, I did. <laughs> since I don't live in Jersey, I have the luxury of living in, a, in a, closer, so I get to see you occasionally, which is nice. Yeah, but um, I want to
2: see you occasionally,
1: too. Yeah. 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 yeah well, aren't you coming coffee. next Tuesday? Did you, I don't know if you were committed yeah. to that yet. You mentioned you were interested in you and Marco. Oh,
4: yes. There? Yeah, I'm going. Cool. At least I'm trying. Cool. Hey,
1: yeah. Marco? Is Marco coming?
4: Yes, yes. So we'll have uh, a show. So please, you know, practice a lot, otherwise I'll be bullying.
1: We're we're gonna uh,
2: meet tomorrow and dance on the street.
1: See how that works out.
2: Yeah.
1: Ah I gotta practice. (laughs) Chico hasn't worn heels in seven months. She's been wearing them every day for thirty to how what are you doing right now, Chico? I'm
2: wearing heels. I don't know. Uh What am I doing?
4: Ooh, what are no, Chico's toes I, doing? I
2: worn heels few times in the last couple, so six months, maybe three times that's
1: it. Oh I thought you but you texted me the other day said you're gonna start wearing heels to get ready every for day the,
2: yeah, yeah i'm I'm wearing um every day. I've been on my mind for the last couple of weeks to just like start practicing in my heels. I'm always afraid of ruining this floor here though so. Oh, nice. I already see the heel marks, so I'm excited to take a break from it today. But war heels outside.
6: Wow.
1: So, it, he? I, I just want hey, to make perhaps. a quick update to all my baseball fans out there. The Cleveland Indians got destroyed yesterday by the Yankees. Our best pitcher got annihilated. But today, we're up 4-0 on the bottom of the first. So that makes me happy because we, we're we in the playoffs right now. So.
4: Okay, that was a very interesting intersection because you just basically went for Chico's apartment floors. Poof. To yeah, sports.
1: Poof. Well, I'm, I'm, yes, uh, I'm <laughs> not. I'm sort of monitoring it on the side. You know,
4: <laughs> you're That's a very funny. focused host, Adam. <laughs> multitasking, multitasking. We're oh, in 2020. Yeah. Well, the Lakers
1: are going to play in about 10 minutes. I might even pop that up. Oh, man, I wanted to watch that. Maybe I should
2: turn it on too and then we none of us talk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch the game in silence and we won't even play the sound for the game.
2: <laughs> yes.
4: Before I go, I have a quick question. Chico, what's the uh, heel height that you use?
2: I usually wear 8 cm. Okay. Uh, I have a 7 centimeter. That's what I'm wearing now because of having injured my foot right before the pandemic sprained
4: mm-hmm. my big toe so mm-hmm. i'm going easy, easy it yeah uh, i see so eight inch i mean not eight, eight inch oh, that'll oh, be pretty yeah. scary yeah. <laughs> eight inch will be all floating in the air what, what, uh, okay
1: what did you start at chico and isabella what did you start i'm sorry anonymous caller what did you yeah. what heights did you guys start at <laughs>
2: Why I you have go no person? idea like I remember the first two pairs we bought with you was from Comilfo and the minute I put them on mm-hmm. I started walking like a crab mm-hmm. like I don't <laughs> know if they were seven or eight centimeter and they were definitely not nine and that I could not trust the stiletto heels and I really felt like I needed to bend my knees like 10 inches to 12 inches. Yeah but I mean like, like what
1: what size uh, were functional in the beginning for you?
2: Like seven, eight. I think. Because you wore
1: like those big. Oh, then
2: then I injured my foot, so I went down to like two and a half Mm. inches. That's about I guess uh, like a six, six and a half, seven.
4: Mm. Yeah. I started with a seven, and then as time goes on, I feel like uh, I moved on to eight. And uh right before the pandemic set in, I tried on the night and actually it was I feel just fine. So I think I think it really takes time and it definitely obviously it takes you have to take account, I believe, into um the form of your feet. Am I correct, Chico? Obviously yeah. you, you know, you know more than yeah. I do. Yeah, so my arch I have enough height. Uh it's actually pretty comfortable eight. And I don't know, I haven't really tried out nine that much.
2: Yeah, like certain heights for me, my arch does not feel right. And nine was like, I don't know why I even had the crazy idea to wear nine for a while because I wouldn't even touch the ball of my foot. It felt like the whole weight was on the toes Mm because I have tiny feet. (laughs) Yeah.
4: I remember last year when I was taking your classes, and uh, I start. Um, I bought a pair of practice shoes, so my toes mm-hmm. are covered, so they don't get stepped on. And uh, they, I believe, they were four centimeters, and uh, they were basically useless for me because I, I just, I cannot do on four. Um, mm. I just have to pivot, anyways. So, and I just feel kind of uncomfortable for me. So, yeah.
1: I uh, got. I started in bowling shoes. I think they were bowling shoes. I got a pair of, like, used leather-bottom shoes, like hard leather-bottom. I think Uh they were bowling shoes. And then I used to wear, like, those, like, jazz slippers. But I I did buy a pair of Latin dance shoes by mistake because I went to um, World Tone on, we used to be on 6th and 24th on the second floor. And the people there didn't know anything about tangos, and I just moved to New York, I believe, and I was like, "Yeah, I dance tango," and they thought because it's a Latin dance, like they gave me these like Latin-heeled shoes, like salsa shoes, you know? They're probably an inch tall, maybe two inches tall, but I'd say closer to two inches, but like they kind of taper, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember showing up at Robin's practica, and I felt so cool. I put them on, and I'm like, tip. I couldn't dance, of course. I was tipped forward. Robin comes over and he's like, What's on your feet? (laughs) (laughs) You know, remember me, Chico, in the early days. I thought I was so full. I was like, So full of it. You know, I was like, These are my new tango shoes. And he's like, Or I said, These are my new dance shoes. And he's like, Well, this is tango. We don't wear those shoes. (laughs) I don't know. I think I just got, I don't know whatever happened to those shoes. But I definitely couldn't dance in them anyway. So that's part of the reason I got rid of them. I was like, This is horrible.
2: Remember the day you tried a pair of comilfos
1: Where when we were down in shoes
2: <clears throat> at Julia's?
1: Oh, at the studio, yeah, on yes, 29.
2: silver peep toes, mm-hmm. your size 41. Yeah. We discovered in women's sizes.
4: And that's how Adam eventually uh, moved on to a 7-centimeter
2: heel? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. I see,
2: mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> And even like it was so cute, he pulled up up his pants all the way to his knees to pose for the photo I took. He also pulled up his pants all the way up to his chest, his belt line. So So you documented it
7: somewhere?
1: Yeah, it's a freaky looking photo. The worst male, the worst. How do I say this? Um, The scariest man I've ever seen in high heels is Ramu. (laughs) So yeah, if you don't know Ramu. it's like Ramu a man is, boy. Ramu is Dude. like a six and a half foot tall Indian man who's extremely skinny, like a pole. And he's bald. Like Q Ball, but he's obviously he's Indian, so he's darker skin. but but he wore heels once and he looked it, it just looks so odd on him because of his the length of his body and then the bald head and then these like shiny bright like <laughs> The I contrast was, in heels, so oh, easier. I forgot where I saw it. Because he likes to follow in heels, I mean, so, yeah, it mm-hmm. makes sense. But I was like, whoa.
4: Well, that's a lot of skills. Matt's skills.
1: Yeah, Guillermo <laughs> does it too. Guillermo.
2: Yeah, Guillermo does a great job. And, heels. it's so been like uh last couple of years, right? He's been, or maybe mm-hmm. even five years ago he started wearing them. he's like, I got to just get better at wearing heels and doing the followers role, yeah.
6: Yeah.
4: <clears throat> That's pretty cool because I feel like sometimes if you don't do exactly what the followers do um, to, you know, down to the, I feel like the people wouldn't know. Maybe? I don't know. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a different sensation, right? I mean, we all, like us, if you're a follower, you've probably danced flat and in heels and mm-hmm. you know, there's a difference in the way. That it feels and like how you prepare and all that. Like, I used to really go up on my heels when I'm wearing flats, and now, like, I love the sensation of keeping my heels close to the ground when I especially doing a Molinete in Mm -hmm. my flats. Like, I love it.
1: Nice. Well, this is, is very exciting. I'm going to ask exciting. our first guest. There she is. Sumire <laughs> to call in. She's yes. joining us from Japan. So it's wow. in the morning for her. Hello. Good morning. Hello,
2: Sumire.
6: Good
1: morning. And Isa Good left. Good morning. Thank you for calling us, Isa.
8: Nice um, to meet you. Nice to meet you. At first, I, I was like, am I joining the right channel? Yeah,
1: sorry. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah. We had a very nice soundtrack, very polite, courteous. I apologized. And then she listens to Chico talking about, I don't even, you know, whatever. Well, let's
2: not go back there, right? We're just out of that. Yeah.
8: Yeah. And then you guys talked about tango shoes. So I was like, oh, yeah,
2: yeah.
6: that was
2: right. Adam pulled the conversation there to make sure. We're back to oh, Actually
1: that was uh Issa's question. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So welcome, Sumire. And um we we got your what? information through Meredith, correct, Chico?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And you yes. were uh, up over here playing in Philadelphia with yep. um, Emiliano and company. Yeah.
2: Yes, that's mm-hmm.
1: correct. Yes.
2: Are you in Japan no. temporarily during this time or you moved back to Japan? Yeah, you here? so I I
8: moved mid-March from New York City to Japan because of the pandemic. And I'm planning to temporary stay in Japan for a while until the city gets back to I normal. See. Hopefully. Hopefully, yes. How are Hopefully things? soon. Yeah.
1: What, uh, what city are you in?
8: I'm in Tokyo right now.
1: Okay. And how are things going in Tokyo, there?
8: Tokyo, I think it has recovered pretty much. Um, people oh. are doing as normal almost. Yeah, business wow. is moving also, economics, everything. So it feels like normal except all the concerts have like fifty percent um capacity. We cannot mm-hmm. well actually we are going to start hundred percent audience pretty soon, so which is pretty wow. surprising too.
2: Yeah. And wow, those are back and everything.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and even uh, orchestra. Oh, can we come to started? Japan
1: time? Wow, I wanna open too? up here. I'm done. <laughs> Guys, I'm ready to go back to normal <laughs> too. I mean if Japan's doing it. <laughs>
2: let's <laughs> let's fuck. go to yep. Japan for a bit. We all wear um, masks. <laughs>
1: I'll do that. I'm willing to negotiate that. I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like even if we, um, I have this idea that maybe here we could do like rapid testing before a milonga, but I would still want to wear a mask just in case the tests are, are wrong. But um, you guys are right. just like going back to normal with masks, and things seem to be um, plateaued, right?
8: Yeah, pretty much. That's
1: amazing. That's wonderful. I mean, it's
8: not completely normal, but yeah, um, people are worried a little bit less now. And how much we um, have all the sanitizers and masks everywhere, it's kind of re- reassuring. Who
1: how knows? is the public transit situation? Is it crowded again?
8: Um, it's not as crowded as before mm-hmm. because people are still remotely working, so which okay. is nice. It's an yeah. amazing thing about in Tokyo because usually people are just super crowded and um, people at the station has to, like, push people into the
1: train almost i know it's crazy that
8: crowded so it's not happening yeah
1: i haven't been on a subway in since march 12th i've been biking a lot Mm. um oh that's good and walking like way more than i mean i always walk we all walk a lot in these big cities but yeah walking a lot and but my girlfriend's yeah. been on the train several times and she said she feels... I mean, it's completely empty here in New York. I, well, not completely, but I would say 10 to 15% capacity. And so mm-hmm. at this point, at this point, it hasn't picked up much yet. Mm-hmm. Same reason, because people are working Sumere, remotely.
2: Sumire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. sum. Can you say your yeah. name? Sumire. Well, she
1: says it much better than me. I'll let, Can let I hear,
2: hear say you it. say it? <laughs> Sumire. Sumire.
8: Okay. Yeah. Does it does this doesn't mean? have any accent, so it's just a little bit confusing. It means Violet the flower. In mm, mm. Japanese.
2: Nice. They so that's why Japanese.
1: your Facebook name has the nickname Violet. Yep. Ah. Exactly. ah. I'm putting it together. I'm not that slow.
8: <laughs>
1: How long were you were in you Philly?
8: Um, I or, no, you come said- for the performance.
1: You said you were in New York. I'm sorry. Correct.
8: Yeah, I lived in New York, and you then I just travel okay. for performances.
1: Ah, yeah. I see. I see. And how long were you in New York? I'm sorry.
8: Uh, four years. I did Juilliard for masters, and then I stayed for two more years, and then this pandemic happened.
6: Mm.
2: How was studying
8: in Juilliard? It's. It was really fun for me because I had my chamber um, quartet. Uh, when mm-hmm. me. So that was really fun, but usually it's very competitive. (laughs) Sometimes Mm -hmm. you see friends on the hallway, and sometimes you don't say hi to each
1: other. What? Wow. That has
8: happened several times to me.
1: Yeah. Really? That's a little bit crazy. That's like tango. For me. (laughs) No, it's not (laughs) like tango. There are some people in tango I have seen. For like 16 years that still don't say hi you see them I, I mean maybe to us well, a little more because we're more teachers than in the competition.
2: community that's more like few douchebags you're talking about but
1: not... well that's what she's talking about it sounds like I mean yeah. you're not saying Everyone's hi to somebody
2: <laughs> yeah it just seemed like a more common occurrence I guess in my head I felt hmm. like that was more hmm. And you would think, like, I don't know, in the musician's world, there is so much collaboration in general Mm -hmm. that, um, I don't know, I thought people, like, when they're especially studying around the same time, uh, it would be less about competition and more about, like, teamwork.
8: Yeah, definitely. And I felt that, especially in New York, um, at school, there were, couple of times that has happened, but that's definitely not like the typical um, situation. And usually there are a lot of collaborations um, with different instruments and different styles. And that's what I miss from New York. Uh
1: How is the music? Are you playing a lot in Tokyo and how is the scene there going right now? I'm
8: trying to start playing more, but um, because I have been in the states for eight years since i graduated from high school so mm-hmm. i don't have many musical connections i've been doing a lot of um, like business lectures in japan but not many performances so i'm trying to establish a connection first in tokyo i see but yeah and hopefully How did you get I'm into Munga playing
2: tango something.
8: Yeah, so I always loved playing um, piazzola piece pieces since when I was young, mm-hmm. and
6: um,
8: ah, for the, since how young? Yeah, and for the <laughs> um, since like m- end of middle school, I was playing. I think the first wow. piece I played was Oblivion.
2: <laughs> wow, that's um, amazing!
8: Yeah, that was a little mature piece for. Middle school, me. no kidding, yeah, yeah, no yeah.
2: kidding. I'm so amazed.
6: <laughs> nice. All the like, other kids are
1: like, she's yeah. odd.
2: <laughs> well, did
6: you hear <laughs>
1: Why it? <is> <laughs> uh, we're gonna go over here and play while she does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. guessing
2: your teacher like introduced it to you, but maybe not. How did you even like? Actually, that parents? was my my parents. They, I think they bought the music
8: and I was at home so I was like, okay, let me try playing. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there are so many long notes <laughs> and they were just like holding the same note for so long, which <laughs> I haven't really played before. <laughs> yeah, but wow, I was really fascinated amazing. by all the kids' all the melodies. Yeah. And then um for the Juilliard graduation recital I played some again, some piece pieces with um, he- Hector, the mm-hmm. um, amazing bandonian player,
6: yeah. um, and yeah. then he invited me
8: to the Stowe, Stowe music festival, Tango Festival. Oh, nice. Stowe, Vermont. So that was I've the first time I played.
6: I've never been to I hear many... great things about. mm-hmm
2: Sorry. Yeah, I exactly. I interrupted because I was on delay. I'm listening. <laughs>
8: Yeah, they, that was the first time I played so many milonga pieces and non piazzola tango pieces. And I really loved playing so many different styles and learning from professionals.
2: And when you, like after piazzola, did you, was it, a, there was a, when you switched to playing more traditional tango? Mm-hmm. Was the, yeah, I
8: really. How did you feel about playing. it, or when you
2: first heard more traditional tango? How did you feel about it?
8: That was very different, but yeah, exactly. Was, I think <laughs> we were lucky because we got to play for dancers, at Stowe. So mm-hmm. I understood the context more, and it was like you play uh, on the rhythm, and you cannot really like be playing like melodically in a way you know you you can't really do like super free um singing when you're playing Mm -hmm. for dancers Mm. and I really enjoyed like how it's different uh, between like more traditional tango and a little more modern Mm tango so I think that was amazing amazing opportunity for me
2: they're staying more within the uh, expectance i guess of the audience so that uh, they don't feel mm-hmm. lost with the music so they can feel at home with their dancing is that why yeah. like yeah so interesting wow yeah. Do you well dance? since sorry adam
1: no it's okay
8: i really want to but i haven't learned yet <laughs> <laughs> all right watching from the
1: side well you know um we have one of our listeners who's going to be on our show i believe next week is a world-renowned maestro named jorge torres and he lives in japan yeah so you oh. might um i don't i don't know if he's based in tokyo i'm assuming so but i think so it's a small town you guys could find each other pretty easily
2: you're on the, oh, yeah. And he's an amazing teacher, an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you decide to get into it, we will introduce. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's what amazing, time is it before amazing. you start playing? Is it 10 a.m. there?
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm
8: more awake now. definitely your intro sorry i still my intro probably woke you up yeah (laughs) exactly
1: well i i I just had dinner after our sound check i had dinner with my girlfriend Mm -hmm. while we're eating she told me about some sort of fish that leave their testicles floating around in the ocean while they die after they die or something and so I've, I've already, ha- I'm surrounded by interesting friends, <laughs> female friends, companions, whatever you want to say.
8: You must be thankful for
1: them. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why I'm so weird. Uh, well, we were talking, you were talking about Piazzolla, so I was going to play Anglerfish. Yes, thank you, Sharon. The oh, anglerfish. yes. You guys can Google that later and and, oh. and see why she was so fish balls. Yes, April. Um, I'm going to play your Piazzolla that you sent me. Since we were just talking about Piazzolla. And then we'll chat a little more, and then if you, we can do one of the live pieces. Um, So I'll play this uh, now, okay? Sweet. All right.
2: I'm going to mute myself.
1: That's not the right song, is it? No. Nope. Sorry. I was like, this sounds really not like
2: oh I'm God. like, this is not Piazzolla, <laughs> but it sounds uh, really nice. Wouldn't it have
1: been fun <laughs> if I played the whole yeah. thing and nobody caught
8: me? <laughs> I was like, let's well, lesson to this.
1: <laughs> okay, here we go. Take two.
2: Applause from something. Last week I forgot what it was. But what
1: was that? I don't know. At the
2: end of a song that you played.
1: It was a was real applause.
2: Lost. Yeah. It was a live recording oh, of, it... I think from last week's song. Just I reminding it. you.
1: Okay.
6: We're I trying it was somebody... to have a
2: more full applause because uh, me doing this all by myself I feel like I can't <laughs> give it all I got. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when uh, so? When did you record that? And with whom?
2: This
8: was in uh, during the pandemic. Actually, we recorded oh. this remotely, so oh. we are not playing physically playing together.
2: And it's, huh. so, did so they each instrument? Three parts record were separately? recorded separately. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Who recorded first? Like, what's the order it went? Um, I think we did piano first and
8: then the cello came in and then I um, put it at the end. But also the last part of this piece has some um, like a dialogue place where we you have to wait for the other person to come in. So that was a little mm. tricky doing it. <laughs> um, wow. really
1: yeah, it does <laughs> sound great. Sing
2: yeah, mm. the
8: same sounds this great. trio. Yeah, this trio we met at the stove. Um, tango festival the first year i went there um i went with another cellist from my string quartet at juilliard isabel Quan, and then i met this japanese pianist moeri at the festival so we decided to play trio during the pandemic mm-hmm. we were like oh, why not
2: yeah it's amazing and that song is always so powerful i was typing in the here, like it always makes me feel like there is something mysterious, full of suspense <laughs> and like action. So, like, it really feels like Mission Impossible. at the but at same yeah, time, yeah, it's like something like, is coming, so so something is coming. Yeah, yeah,
1: I could see Tom Cruise like it doing an action scene to that for sure. Yeah,
2: definitely <laughs> hanging down a rope dun, dun, and all dressed up black, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the, the title is,
8: is Koalo, shark, so that makes sense.
2: Oh, is it? I did not know the meaning. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, uh, that
2: definitely makes sense. Now I'm going to say sharks. Yeah, so when Adam I love... started,
8: mm-hmm. sorry, when Adam started talking about fish, I was like, okay, yeah, shark is coming also. <laughs> <laughs> so that was also from the context.
1: <laughs> Uh, I play that sometimes in our alternative room and I like dancing to it because I kind of have memorized the the odd timings and breaks and things. But most people really hate it. (laughs) 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 To dance to I mean, you know. It's probably very true. Predictable. Yeah, it's not predictable at all unless you really study it.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now I'm gonna sing Mission Impossible's background music mixing with the (laughs) show. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a good mashup. Maybe I can make it. Yeah, it does, out. doesn't it? It has a similar sort of a start in the way, like uh, with the suspense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you wanted to share one piece live that you said was like a minute and a half or so classical piece? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yay. It's called um,
8: Syncopation. It's written by Chrysler. It's
2: just like a little mm, intro where it's a very light piece
5: that I really like
8: playing. Yes. Awesome. Fantastic. Is the volume okay?
1: Yes.
2: It ended too soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a quick piece. <laughs> it was uh
1: it was kind of it was li- lively. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, it's also danceable, I think.
6: Yeah. I, I think with some that. study, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but but uh yeah, no, it was very, like, um, almost had a little bit of a, a waltzy feel.
2: So mm. why did you pick that piece?
8: It's uh, um, It's my favorite piece. I usually play it, like, at the beginning of the concert just to warm up the mm-hmm. audience. And it also warms up myself um, because nice. it's not too heavy. And, yeah, my I I think it's in my hands already, so I don't have to think too much and I can just enjoy playing.
2: Yeah.
8: And how long
2: have you been doing that as a routine, like before you play as a warm up? I don't know, whenever I just feel like it or
8: Mm. whenever I have some little mini concerts, I usually play it for the audience. And
1: Hmm. yeah, I've been playing
8: for a long time.
1: Do you have any other things you do? to warm yourself up before you play like any rituals
8: I shake my arms like crazy
1: <laughs>
8: backstage
1: mm-hmm.
8: and that's what I usually do or Chico. I usually do yeah. the backstage selfie
1: okay that's cool oh. my Instagram. Chico likes to run up to me and smash her chest into my chest a couple times
2: <laughs> like a chest bump yeah <laughs> And then and she I like growls.
1: She
5: she
2: her her yeah, she... Yeah. <laughs> and then I have to like really go like, like shake it out of me that yeah. way.
1: So she tries wanna... to make me her bitch before we perform. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wanna feel like a tiger and I wanna feel like grounded and I wanna like growl so that I like ground even with my voice. I don't know something that like, you know if your uh, adrenaline is high, like it can make you feel weak. So I want to like lower that or something. I don't know. It has no reason, actually. (laughs) I just like bumping (laughs) into him.
8: (laughs) It's just a mental thing that you just want to start
2: with something. Yeah, I just like hitting him. It's an abusive relationship. (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, it's a nice way to like ease yeah. the you know the performance jitters sometimes you just like kind of do right, something silly and goofy still.
2: yeah 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 and you don't want to be so serious waiting for it like it also mm-hmm. shakes that out of your system
1: uh do you still you've been performing yeah. for a long time i'm guessing do you still feel like do, do you ever feel anxious or jittery or excited or how would you describe I
8: think you know before you I go out i when i play for my colleagues or peers or also for teachers um, for mm, yeah. usually for audience i I don't feel too nervous but when I have to play for a studio class for example at school then all the students mm. are basically judging you so that's right. that scares me
1: yeah They're, absolutely i I love dancing for crowds I don't know that if you feel the same yeah no I was gonna say I love dancing for crowds that a like you know they want you to be there like when we get hired to do like small workshops or things like that or or for crowds that don't know what tango is at all (laughs) but when it's like a crowd of like kind of like pretentious snobby people that i mean they don't actually exist in tango of course but um um, they kind of like it used to throw me off my game a little bit and now i just kind of you know chico and i just just do our thing Yeah, you
2: can feel when the crowd is there for you and to enjoy the experience, or when they're Mm -hmm. there, like when there are uh, people who are more judgmental in the way they are experiencing Yeah, you feel the wall. You can feel, Mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. Sometimes it's just not that they are better or they know more or any of that, it's just So you can feel it. It could be a small community you walk into and you can feel like there is some opinion about you already almost like before you even started. Uh, Yeah. Right. And that even is kind of a mental thing that you are just
8: assuming that the audience are feeling that way. But that's just yourself. If you feel strongly about yourself or you're playing, then you can just go for it. So I think after Mm -hmm. some years at school, I think I've I've overcome that feeling and I just um, decided to just
2: play whatever I want to. Yeah, that makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I feel the same like over the years. I feel like, all right, I just need to accept who I like, this is what I want to present. This is our dance. This is like what we do. And we're not here to express Mm -hmm. everybody. You know, um, yeah. we are going to enjoy this experience, and there will be people who enjoy it with us. There will be people who won't, and that's all right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
8: But as I said, for this piece just that I just played, I think when you have all the dance or all the music on your hand or in your body, you can just relax and enjoy the expression itself. You don't have to think about anything else. So that's yeah. the that feeling I really like about playing.
2: Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing that yeah, with it. us.
1: Yeah, thank you for thank um, you. joining us. And you have a website is your name, full name. Um mm-hmm. yep. Which I put in the Facebook thread But I can put it here Actually Sumire How do you spell your last name? Hiro
8: H-I-R-O T-S-U-R-U
1: <laughs> Hiro I can also share my Instagram
8: yeah. Cool
2: Yeah please do fantastic. That was so beautiful. Thank you for joining us and playing for us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, sharing you with us and nice to meet you.
1: And I'm so relieved to hear that things in Japan are like sort of normal. That's, it really gives me hope.
2: I just
8: realized that I haven't spoken English for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Really? You sound
1: great. You sound
2: amazing.
8: yeah and I don't we have, have like, our friend james
9: here <laughs> <laughs> hmm? hey hi, how's it going
2: yeah hi james, hi, james. I thought
9: thank you so much you for playing in. for us that was beautiful
2: thank you wasn't yeah. it it was so good
1: mm-hmm. it was a nice surprise um thank you for sharing your information and um we'll hope to connect back in new york You'll definitely have to play at yes. Armilonga when we open back up. Yes,
6: please. I had no idea yeah, you were based in New York City for, for so many
1: years. So That's true. it's nice to connect. I mean, this has been an yeah, interesting I usually this play podcast. With is
8: actually, quartet.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: wow. Fantastic.
1: All, all of these guys yeah. have been on this show, by the way, that you yes. mentioned. Like Emiliano was on one of our first episodes <laughs> yeah, back in the spring. That. You know, so it's been great. Oh, wow. And, um, Yeah, so thank you again, and hopefully you have a nice day to start your day off well.
6: (laughs) I hope so. Thank you you so
2: much for having me. Okay. Take good care. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Hello, James. James,
2: James, James. How's it going? better not snore on us.
9: Oh, you, I know you can hang up on me anytime.
1: You know. So, did you <laughs> yeah, did you fall asleep like on the phone with us? Because I did end up just—I think I just hung up on you last week.
9: I—I I don't remember. I think I was in that state. I was just—you <laughs> uh, know—in that state. You know. Hello,
2: Rebecca. Rebecca. Hey guys.
1: Oh, oh my god.
2: Wow. wow. Oh, this it's cool for...
7: right now. I
6: know. Yes,
2: it's amazing. Can I <laughs> nice say can I introduce you with your full name because I love the whole name, Rebecca Rorick Smith. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, is with us.
1: Aww. Rebecca was my. I love to. I told you this story once. I think when I saw you, not so long ago. Rebecca, how not like when like I was, a while ago. <laughs> I was on the West Coast many, many, many years ago, and you like we've hung out at a practica and you let me practice. I was like new to open embrace. I kind of remember this like being like, could I practice my open embrace on you? And you're like, sure. It's like, this is so cool.
7: (laughs) Yes. I have many fond memories of your early days, Adam. Oh, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) We took uh, at the time what Alex was calling his hardest class he was ever going to teach together. And it uh-huh. involved like a very over rotated back goncho of the follower and it was it was very impressive what we were able to pull off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I vaguely remember that class too. I also remember you helped us out. We were out west one time and we were like stranded and you gave us rides around town. And that was nice. Yeah. Are you back in the yeah. States now I'm guessing?
7: I am. I'm in Portland, and it is not on fire, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. It's a, it's
1: a war. I heard it's like, what did he deem New York, oh God, Portland, and God. Seattle yeah. like anarchist? anarchist
2: jurisdictions? <laughs> jurisdiction. <Jesus> <laughs> yeah. I
1: yeah. mean, everybody knows that he's just blowing, even his support. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, but I'm glad you're <laughs> safe. Care, care, I'm glad you're care. safe, and um, Portland's, Portland's safe. But you did spend some time... Oh, wait, wait, wait. We can't start asking questions yet because I didn't play the official song. So give me one second to get that um, ready. Here we go.
7: It's the official.
6: Five questions. Five questions. Five questions. Five questions. Mom. <laughs> All right. That song is brought to you by Bad Johnson and Nancy Ember. Uh, All
7: rights reserved. <laughs> you get away with that, amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, they haven't found us yet. So, um, you were living in Berlin for quite a while, yeah?
7: Yeah, for five years, wow. I was in Berlin, That's which you town. know very well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a fun town, and um how did you How did you end up uh, relocating there?
7: Um, just following the tango, you know um, <laughs> <laughs> my then partner, Eric Lindgren, and I were in Boston for um almost four and a half five years, and we just really wanted to engage with um more professionals regularly so And we had other friends, a lot of Americans at the time were um, expatriating to Berlin. So it uh, worked out pretty well for us to go there. And um, he left, I stayed. (laughs) (laughs) Was it easy
2: to start up there as uh, tango professionals? Because there's a lot of tango there, but also I'm guessing there's a lot of competition because of... A lot of Argentines used to like uh, take that as a home base at one point. Yeah,
7: yeah. It's it's still considered a very uh, artist hub, and a lot of international people are living in Berlin. Um, There is some subsidy for artists by the city, and generally a fairly easy track if you want a residency permit or, or a visa for artists. So all of those things made it. Um possible, as well mm-hmm. as having sort of our foot in the door to the schools, and the fact that i that's plural is a testament also to sort of the health of the scene there mm-hmm. um, it it um you know it it's had its own ebbs and flows, but it's a pretty strong hub in europe
6: so. mm-hmm.
2: yeah.
1: How does it compare to, like you said, it's a a hub and a lot of... Did you feel like you had always a a very diverse and fluid people coming in and out all the time in terms of the Tango community in in dancing-wise at the Milongas?
7: Absolutely. It was uh, way easier than, like, here in Portland. Nobody visits me here. (laughs) 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 I mean... Especially these days, but um it was nice to have everybody eventually show up.
1: At some point, yeah. I feel yeah. so fortunate about New York, like when I visit other towns or I go to see my friends in Cleveland who teach out there, Alberto and Michaela. And I'm yeah. there for a few days and I realize like in New York there's always people, you know, coming in and out to dance and teach and and do their thing and then most cities don't really get a lot of that. Um so Berlin I remember uh always having that access to different people also it was so much easier to dance with like more famous maestros and Ber- maestras in berlin because like in argentina yes. they're they're not as accessible but there i remember one night i was at um rotor salon mm-hmm. i don't say that correctly but um whatever and at a table was sitting like maria mandino and and um i think moira was there Castellano, and somebody i think ismail came over and he's like you should ask them to dance because they're just sitting here, um, and they're bored, and they dance with us all night, every (laughs) night. And I was like, but, uh, you know, that's, and this is like, (laughs) I was still like nervous and shy, Much well, anyway. And uh, anywho, I went over and asked them to dance, and we ended up dancing all night with all of these lovely women that I never get the chance to dance with in Argentina, and I was like, this city's amazing.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a
2: nice thing. I'm guessing it's very different though during winter. No, it's like I recall Adam. You would say like it gets dark after three p.m. or four p.m. And like uh, yeah, the winters there.
1: I wasn't a fan of the winters there. I don't know how did that affect you, Rebecca?
7: Oh yeah, there you survive the winters, uh, but you know tango is not such a fair weather sport either. So um, it's uh, it's good for for the, the scene in general that there's no dis- outdoor distractions for over half of the year
2: i see that's
1: true, that's true. but that's i found like because i was there that. once in november and i found that i would dance all night and then i would sleep all day and i think i saw like maybe five oh. hours of daylight the whole month and i remember thinking like this is not going to be good for my psyche if I do this too long. (laughs) (laughs) They get a
7: lot of vacation time. (laughs) That's true. German,
2: So Rebecca, you started dancing in Eugene, right? Do I remember that right?
7: That's right, yeah.
2: Um, How did that happen? Well,
7: 1999, so I don't know who I'm older than Officially, but I'm going to uh, lord it over whoever <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in I was in school. I was at the University of Oregon, and um, they had a fairly uh, broad uh, dance department at the time. Way more diversity of offerings than you can find these days. And um, a, a local teacher was who was in school as a grad student, Elizabeth Fortleft, who was um, going to Argentina before 2001 still, so before the economic collapse there. And uh, we were all very fortunate that she was able to offer tango. And um, I think she was really sort of the cornerstone of, of growing the scene there. And that, of course, you know, fed into the other um, communities of Oregon. So there's a lot of back and forth between Eugene and Portland. And yeah. And you, you know a lot of my my compatriots of
2: that yeah. time.
7: <laughs> and the, had there... you and
2: Evan started around the same time or you met through that? Yeah, just
7: like... about. I think he, he'd taken like a workshop maybe a few months before me, but we were basically at the same time.
2: That's amazing.
7: And I was so happy to hear yeah. Esqualo because that <laughs> actually Evan and I attempted a choreography our first my first performance and like it was a choreography to Esqualo <laughs> oh really, really? wow <laughs> just,
2: bam
1: after. Ambitious. Yeah, I, my first my first uh, choreography was also a solo. I think it was uh, Fuego y Mysterio it was also something with a lot of odd timing and but I think um it was exciting for, for younger dancers before we had a clue at how how challenging the things <laughs> that really is. You hear the music and you're like, This is awesome. Yes, and you're like no pro- you do no the problem. show and you're like, Oh my god, this is you know, let's do Bahia Blanca next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um was there not a uh, like didn't Eugene have like a non profit tango center? I remember
7: we did, yeah. That was um That's a big amazing. influence. It was, yeah. Uh, one of my besties opened that with her husband and Eugene. It lasted for a while, um, and it had a gorgeous floor. And you know, James would come down sometimes, <laughs> or up, depending on who <laughs> <he> was. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was it was really a beautiful thing. It's where I started teaching, um, and then it really. In- kept me going for many years
2: and did you start both roles right away? Because you're amazing yeah, and the followers so I'm curious like that was came later on or always.
7: It's a funny thing how common that was for the time. Um, And I think I think it was it's one of the best things for me to have received early on and I still uh, Promote it um, amongst my students. It's pretty mandatory in, in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, and it really, it really sets the tone, especially for like power dynamics that can like mm-hmm. come yeah, into communities. Um, and I, I really, really am, am thankful that Elizabeth made that uh, mandatory for for studying it as a college credit.
2: <laughs> that's amazing. I love. Yeah, that.
1: that's so cool. What's some of your favorite things about teaching and what are some of the things that uh, you think you that helped change you, um, that you had to sort of grow into? Like, for example, I felt like when I started teaching, I wasn't as nurturing. and I, w- I was uncomfortable being a nurturer, I think, because I started very young, um, mm. but I've learned to be more nurturing and... I'm just so I'm just curious like what you felt like you were really natural at and what things like you learned to uh, open up like you've improved upon or however you want to say it.
7: Yeah, that's a really big question. Um <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, great.
6: Thanks, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll to come to the other back next
7: week.
6: Never, I've listened to the other one. You never ask questions like that to
7: anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, we're we talking about an ass
2: crack epidemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had to grow into seeing more ass cracks. <laughs> Shit just got deep. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I was,
7: I think I've always been a good listener. And um, I think I've always had a lot of empathy and compassion for the, the learning process and different students' abilities. Um, how they differ. Uh, It's definitely with a wake-up call, like teaching in in Berlin, which is much more international, um, was really good for me to learn how to be a a stricter teacher, Um, not only because Germans expect you to be, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, and like Russians <laughs> uh, they they don't really respect you if you don't come down with like a hmm. do it this way this way is right and you know I, it's not a, in my nature to present tango so black and white but occasionally you know to be able to y- use that strategy for certain students hmm.
2: um, interesting so like a... it's for people who need that in a way to learn
6: mm-hmm. yeah
1: I, it's funny you mention that because I, I have a, a, a woman student, a female student who's Russian. She's older. And now, before the pandemic, we work together regularly. But many, many years ago when we first met, I had a lesson with her. And she said, um, and I, I like to laugh when I teach and just, you know, take it easy. And at one point she said, I don't think you're, uh, you, you know, she said, you don't yell at me enough. I don't feel like you're taking this seriously. My other teacher yells right. at me a lot. And I was like, well All right, and then we like lost touch for many years and then again like I said we started working together a few years ago but I was like wow this lady takes like you need to yell at her I don't yell I still don't yell at her (laughs) I was like like, yeah she thinks I'm goofing off the whole time you know so (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to have a nice fucking hour Yeah. sorry
2: but um you should have walked in with a whip the next
9: class,
6: didn't
9: do it. <laughs> I have a well-rehearsed response for that, which is... What's that? Uh, that I, I can make you the best answer you can possibly be, but if you ever question my methodology again, uh, <laughs> that's it. We're done. <laughs> and it satisfies all those things. I seem like a strict teacher after that. Uh and uh
2: yeah, mm. okay. Good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I might use that.
9: <laughs> it doesn't always work. I have to warn you. you might have to do it every single week or whatever. <laughs>
7: <laughs> Reinforcement.
2: Reinforcements. Was the scene in Eugene like the? Hold on. Let me first start with this. What's the population of Eugene?
7: <laughs> oh, don't ask me that. <laughs> I have but no are idea. We talking about
2: a couple 1000. Or is it more?
7: Mm, no, no, it's, it's pretty big. It's a few okay. hundred thousand. Um, okay. Outside of Portland is the biggest city.
2: Okay. In, in Oregon. Yeah. Let's see, that was my ignorance. I did not know that. I always visualize the smaller, really small.
1: That's because everybody we've met from Eugene is just like so nice and friendly. Maybe that's why you just think it's a small like town. I like it exactly. I just feel like everybody
2: there grew up on a farm and like <laughs> and are like so down to earth and like in love with nature and with really? people. <laughs> Although even age people, never mind. <laughs> I take <did> that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You have a rather like skewed few people that you've <laughs> met from Eugene. I don't know if we represent. <laughs> so was the scene mixed ages when you started teaching? Yeah, uh,
7: it was the first time I got to fraternize with um, more mature people and that was very exciting. Um, and it was like that. I mean, the having the university uh, presence definitely meant that um more and more of my friends became tango dancers and we had our own sort of tribes. and mm-hmm. um it's so important it's so important to not only have the sense of bonding from like um uh, you, you know like tango clubs in universities like that students get there but also like to have the interaction with the
2: community yeah um, i agree well, i also feel like tango is like tango is that right it's all ages like bonded yeah. through this uh, dance form and the music and the milonga and to me if it's like not so mixed it always feels like there's something missing
7: yeah no i uh, i get that yeah
2: and because I was, yeah sorry go ahead
7: Oh, just yeah, because the the music is also from older, uh, entirely other generations, and you're,
2: you know, yeah, it's. I I agree. Sorry, <laughs> I keep. I feel like I keep cutting off today unintentionally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so why was this uh, a mandatory college credit? How did that work?
7: um at the, it wasn't mandatory it was just okay it was mandatory it was just a college no credit
1: that you just a college credit. i see that's so that's just, really nice
7: No, the a mandatory. single credit took over my life you know
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> you're still trying to I earn love that credit that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> yeah please pay more attention for for the colorado was saying a little bit more attention
7: Oh, Marcelo. You gave me that nickname many years ago. Hola. I did. <laughs> you know we how were often young, I remember? In trouble? Yeah.
3: <laughs>
7: I, I kept <laughs> saying, the thing is that Co- Colorado sounds a little bit like Culo, you know, and I kept getting in trouble when I would say that my, my nickname <laughs> was. <laughs> anyway.
1: I have a friend who calls me Colorado also. Oh, yeah? Colorado, yeah, but Colorado, yeah. My guy from Uruguayan who lives in Chicago. Gingers. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: You know... uh, And
1: I think, like... Yeah, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I need to tell that Rebecca was one of the first uh, really, really red lady that arrived to Buenos Aires in the 90s. Uh, right, the 2000, and uh, she's tall, and Colorado was, like, the... How long you live in Buenos Aires, Rebecca? Remember, like, a lot, right?
7: I mean, I, I came a few times, but no more than, like, two months at a time.
3: Yeah, and I remember that. Uh, all the guys, did you see that girl? Did you see that girl? She was rocking, and the one when she arrived the first time.
7: Ah. Oh. Now you tell me.
9: <laughs> Nobody <laughs> no, told you, I come remember. on. I remember, I remember those days. I remember those days too.
2: <laughs> 2005 I was like was fire. fire on the dance floor.
9: Right.
7: Well, I remember the the 2005 there were so many Americans in Buenos Aires that that winter and like Meredith that was, first, was there.
1: Was, yeah, my first year. Yeah.
7: yeah. James Thank you were there. Me. Yeah, I Michelo. was. There.
1: I remember
9: I got there and I went uh, right away as as we tend to do, you know, like a couple days rest when you arrive is always a good idea. No one does that, though. You go (laughs) straight to the first milonga that you can get to. That's scheduled. And uh, it was uh, uh, it was, I think, the last night of uh, uh, the El Pulpo Tango Week Festival. Yes, yeah. And I went in and I saw Luisa there and, uh, and Pulpo and, and, they, and we, we had hugs. Yeah, and, they, and they, they invited me in. And then I saw you right away, Rebecca. And we danced uh, that first tanda together. And there was this asshole couple that was dancing like right into our space. And I remember just being very staunch and, and being very clear about our turn zone. And uh, thinking, God, what these who these people think they own the floor? Who are these people? And it was uh, it was uh, Pablo and Dana warming up for the performance that was about to happen after that tanda. And I felt like such an asshole you know, for, for not being more accommodating. But you and I, we had that tanda together, and it was a super good tanda. It was Biaggi, and uh, I was so excited to be there. And uh, you've always been one of my favorite people to dance with, so. It was yeah, uh, like it like... was a super tanda. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Viaje is always a super tanda. <laughs> <laughs> very true.
2: Well,
7: very I haven't true. danced in six months, you guys. So. Wow.
1: That's very I little. Have,
7: yeah, things are very very uh, slow to open up here, of course.
1: Yeah, I was so surprised to hear uh, Sumire saying that in Japan things are just, like, clicking along, and here in the States we're having a lot of issues with that.
2: Well, there is reason
1: I
3: think that they have less <laughs> cases. Yeah. They have less cases there, too, right? They are more disciplined. When they say social distance, everybody does social distance. No
1: she said that they're not even doing that, though, necessarily. There's shows, there's milongas, there's concerts. It's like... But
2: they're, they did it when they needed to. And when they were probably told to wear masks, nobody really made it a political thing, and they just wore yeah. masks. Because already, it's already in the culture, like, they do wear masks. Uh, I mean, I think they don't question it, and they do it for each other, not like, I feel we're we were going through a phase of like, I don't care to wear a mask. I don't care if I get sick. No, it's not for you. It's for other people. And people still don't understand that here. Yeah, Exactly.
3: Yeah, in in mm-hmm. in here the the things are going it was going well but now t- they started to discover that there was private parties, private asados and private they had less last, last last Saturday, uh mm-hmm. the hundred eighty people they found that they they went to jail because Somebody rent a disco oh. and they did a private, abandoned oh, sh- disco, <laughs> and the police ah. came oh, and wow. the guys were started, started to run away on on the on the roof terrace. Uh, in-
2: <laughs> oh my God!
3: And then we wondering <laughs> the why we cannot open.
1: Wow! Damn. So what
6: happens
2: when they go to jail? Is there a big fine?
1: Their butt cracks come like- out, Chico. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> More than butt cracks, I'm guessing. <laughs> they probably just hold them for a night or two and then let them go. I don't know because that's yeah, you're throwing a bunch of people that might have COVID into a jail together. It seems counterproductive too.
3: Yeah, I mean, I. No, but like what you said is true. They they go to jail and they beat them up a little bit and they then leave them.
2: Mm. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. I just like visualized the whole thing.
1: Yeah, yeah I could totally see that happening. Like, it's crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I and mean, I think that this is. So what have you been up to? This is sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Go, go, go.
1: No, I was just going to ask. So, Rebecca, what have you been doing to pass the time? Are you learning anything new? Or are you.
7: Oh, <laughs> um, well. I was listening to your show and um, oh, I was washing the floors. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Yeah, yeah it's, it's nice. I'm, I'm moving into a, a new place here in Portland and we have a lovely harvest moon rising tonight,
2: which is Ooh.
7: a gorgeous thing. It's, it's still um, dusk here on the West Coast. Um, but I will confess, that I went to Mexico for six weeks recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. Uh, so I missed the horrible smoke that uh, engulfed oh, all of
1: that's... all of the
7: West Coast.
1: Did you um, drive down? I flew. Oh I cool!
2: Yeah. Wow. Where did you
7: go? Um, I was in the Yucatan, and it was um, very like there were a lot of precautions, a lot more than than here. In terms mm-hmm. of every business um, making sure you are sanitized, they take your temperature and they ask you questions, and everybody's wearing face shields and masks. And um, so, like all of the archaeological sites down there aren't open yet, but mm-hmm. a lot of the, the beaches are, and um, more and more so the public beaches. So, between the beaches and the notes, it was uh, a lot of fun <laughs> wow, so I've
2: been,
7: sorry, I've been escaping think, that's, great. <laughs> it that's great.
2: great
7: it was great a, it was a, it was a difficult summer uh, with I was doing a lot of protesting before uh, leaving and just sort of the, the direction of things and how they mm-hmm. were it was really nice to get away
6: yeah, um, but awesome. other
7: than wow. that I've been uh, pursuing my other love which is the, the natural world and doing a lot of gardening. Mm-hmm. I have some friends who were able to give me some gardening work. So
2: that's great. Yeah. Man, um, so I always used to like any leader that would dance with you, always be like, Oh my god, or when you would come to the milonga, they're like, Rebecca is here. <laughs> and <laughs> i and i remember yeah like, yeah like
6: yeah
2: it was she's <laughs> like us also like she's not just gorgeous she moved like with fire that's what i always like loved about your dance and Thank i remember you. the guys were like she has a killer boleo and I'm like, <laughs> I know I can see, but they were like, no, not the visual of it. It just feels so amazing, like the timing of it and stuff. And I was like, damn. So do you remember the first time you learned the Baleosu? I
7: don't know if the first time I learned Baleos was the the most impactful
2: oh yeah I'm not I'm sure it wasn't the first time but I'd love to hear your Baleo journey well well
7: I I guess not so uncommonly um, a story but Daniel Turner did come to Eugene and he gave a class on Baleos (laughs) (laughs) and and this was you know right after I had learned the cross Um, so it's
1: a natural progression
7: it's a natural progression super exciting and (laughs) he had had us all stand against the wall and they were you know they were pretty old school Baleos knees um, attached and Sort of the the flip of the the foot and the leg like a like an umbrella or a fan, you know, sort of really circular against the the knee. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
7: And yeah, that
3: old old, old that old, old old,
7: Yeah, old mm-hmm. school back bolero, uh, but with a lot of pressure against the floor, you know, like a kind of like an angry horse would. Uh,
2: like Our angry bull,
3: <laughs> I love the the floor. Angry horse is the best reference ever.
7: <laughs> so there's a lot of like downward pressure, and then the leg would fly up into an umbrella sort of uh, fan shape. Well, well and... he
1: learned his. I mean, his technique came straight out of like the old school the '90s, like old guys' style, where they just sort of they'll make a. Don't make anything boleo. <laughs> <laughs> not like the way we teach it now where it's all like, well, this and this and that and then you feel that. And naturally, the leg occurs. This is like brute force boleo. Maybe yeah. not quite as bad, but it could be. I was, I was
7: very enamored. <laughs> as I was with, with all things, with tango. But of course, the free leg has been uh, enchanting me for decades now. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah. So but that was my the question. beginning. So that was the beginning <laughs> of your Boleo journey. But do you yeah, like Yeah. How did This it is still the
1: second later? question. This is still the second <laughs> still question. Second. So, so the Boleo Rebecca.
3: But... Sorry, <laughs> the Boleo Rebecca is the angry Boleo of a horse. Perfect. So. <laughs> well, um,
7: I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, like Rebecca Shulman, I, I heard this third hand once said to somebody I knew, uh, that you should collect boleo shapes um, and put as many in your pockets as you can. Like to have them available. Uh, and that mm-hmm. that I really like because
1: like, Yeah. It sounds like something she would say. Yeah, I love that
7: too. <laughs> I of course with the the Nuevo Generation and this like super high scorpionic boleo, I I've I fell in love with that. Well, um, I remember
2: your scorpionic baguileo.
7: Yeah, I've, I've heard a I few was, people. Yeah,
2: I was <laughs> like well, I because it was mesmerizing, and I was just like learning to dance, barely had balance, and like I would, yeah. It was. It's impressive. I
7: have a question for you and Adam was i there for your first performance in chicago is that possibly uh, uh, yeah i guess so here? i forgot I, forgot I forgot i forgot who all was know. there i
2: guess so i the
7: think Tango i was teaching Hogan. with cory yeah
2: oh, okay oh yeah you and Corey were teaching and uh somer and agape were teaching right yeah At the same
7: yeah festival. and homer
1: was there I remember
2: uh-huh. he was
1: teaching yeah so you, you witnessed history
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry about that. Now is your time to apologize,
3: guys. You can apologize yeah, to her. I just,
2: I just did. <laughs> Sorry you was were exposed really to great. that. <laughs> it was so good. Oh, no, it was not. You're just being, now you're being from Eugene. It's coming out.
1: <laughs> I wish we had a video. Oh,
2: we had a video. We saw it we years later and we were like, why did Burak hire us? What the <laughs> hell are we doing? Like when we saw the video.
5: Oh, I love it.
7: I thought
2: I
5: remembered
7: that right.
1: <laughs> yep, we gotta start somewhere. Yeah, and I think, wasn't Andres and Meredith there too? I think so.
7: Yes, that's right. She yeah. was wearing those white spandex pants.
1: Awesome. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that either, but I <laughs> don't remember much from that from that that experience, except that the venue was <laughs> kind. Of, there was like one room in the venue where the floor was sticky because it was like a um, it was a weird uh, sort of like fibrous boards that were not made for dancing, obviously, because it was a very yeah. industrial space, and it was really hard to teach and, and do anything in that room yeah but we do what we can with what we have in tango i guess <laughs> <and> in life
7: <laughs> i haven't been back to chicago since
2: so <laughs> really really i love yeah. that town. Um,
1: where um chicago. when you were in berlin where did you get around a lot what were some of the favorite cities that you got to visit
7: oh i, I didn't get out enough that i loved berlin but it's it was a hustle for for tango work. So you're working most nights of the week for a lot more hours usually than you would. Uh, Did you feel like day. you
1: made less money there? When I was there, I feel like they. Um, I felt like in general Europeans are much much harder to get rid of their. They. How do I say this? Americans <laughs> like to spend money, and they like to spend money on dumb shit, and they like to spend a lot of money. Like for Americans, I think get joy out of spending money the way that very few other people do. And I felt like when I worked in Berlin, like it was always a haggle to get, you know, even 30 to 40 euros for a private lesson was like a haggle. Oh, oh, you felt
7: that's low. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know. I mean, Berlin, Berlin, it's just it's it's different than the rest of germany and the rest of europe in many ways it's uh people are used to a lower cost of living and paying less for stuff and yeah Mm -hmm. you don't you don't earn as much but the the trade-off is that there's there's gigs there's work Uh, so if you're willing to hustle around you can make it work Mm -hmm. and you know my apartment was six hundred dollars a month so it was you know Beautiful. Yeah, that nice. helps. Yeah, that and the cost of really living helps.
1: is just much more affordable. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Okay, third question coming. Are we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as a tango teacher, what's your what are the most important values you wanna or what's your aspiration as a teacher towards your students what what are the things that you value that you want to give them i don't know if i'm being clear the question is so clear in my head but the words aren't coming out hmm.
1: um, do you like teaching the cross
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not the question in my head <laughs> it's, it's not about
7: like uh, my tango values so much as what i want to give to my students in terms well, of like encouragement.
2: No, it could be like with tango, what are your, what do you want to teach them about tango? And what what are your values that you care for that carries on? Uh, I'm not talking about technique, about like, what do you want them to find in the stance, I guess.
7: Um i mean i've always I've always loved the the growth opportunities that dance presents and that operates on so many levels mm-hmm. and so yeah. of course i I'm hoping that 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 uh, translates to the social dimension as well and you know then of course, I also want to encourage communities to be nice to each other and you know behaviors of communities to be uh, you know, conducive to the growth of a community. Um, uh-huh. So there, there's a there's a sort of a larger a larger desire to to focus on students that I believe are really good for a community um, and a generally positive influence. Of course, you don't know what direction it's going to go.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> And you can only Um, do so much. And you can only do so much,
7: you know. It's up to them. Up to them. And in retrospect, you might, you know, feel like you created a Frankenstein, but whatever.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
7: (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I definitely always want to encourage people. I mean, fundamentally, just so many people come to tango not thinking they can dance, and Just the the beautiful light bulb moments of of those of feeling like they can they can go from the class to the malanga and Mm. um, I don't I don't know if that's really an answer to your question Yeah
2: no thank you for understanding my question (laughs) (laughs) I mean teaching
7: teaching is so much more gratifying to me in many ways than um, the the other dimensions of, of the field. And, you know, I was dipping my toes since I moved back from Berlin into organizing and realizing <laughs> realizing that the complexity and difficulty of it. But yeah, I was gonna start a Malanga. I was gonna run a marathon event in both of those. Yeah, games. you
2: were preparing a marathon for July.
7: Yeah, in an
3: amusement park. <laughs>
6: Oh wow! Oh yeah! Wow! I
1: about that—is that, is that I, on hold? I'm... Are you gonna still pursue that after this is over?
3: I want to go. Just uh, yeah.
7: It's, it's an amazing a context. Yeah, you can go from the roller coaster to the dance floor. <gasps>
2: Marcelo, let's dance in the roller coaster.
7: Let's
1: do it! You're gonna be strapped in the roller coaster, Chico. <laughs> let's do a roller coaster and a back
3: sacada that's all
2: (laughs) deal deal
7: i don't know when amusement parks are going to open again
1: (laughs) i think they tried to open one of them i thought even didn't disney world try to open up and then they closed down really quick yeah. Yeah, they just yeah. laid well,
9: off like 28,000 people, I think, from their music Yeah. Course. Wow. Yeah, that's a headline this morning.
2: Wow. Oh, that's
1: sad. That's terrible. that sucks.
2: That's really yeah. sad. It's a bummer. Thanks, James. I think like
1: <laughs>
9: Yeah. <laughs> roller roller, roller, roller coasters is dance floor is my is my absolute uh fantasy though. That that is like, the best thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. okay guys let's put some order we are talking on top of each other all the time let's organize again let's start all over again hi
1: good okay, night nice, everybody marcelo i have a question for you actually Um monday night we taught a class together on zoom and i think you were on cocaine or something i'm curious <laughs> what <Now, are> yeah <laughs> What the hell was going on with you on Monday? Did I, I have you finally gotten out of the house now, and you're like giving you—is it giving you energy or something?
3: I have some issues. I need to. <laughs> no, I'm. I, it was... I if I can. Uh, oh, thank you for your. I don't want to take the, the time, but for for Rebecca because we are here for the Colorado, So
7: ah
6: oh, no, but it's for...
3: really
7: nice to hear from you. <laughs>
3: Oh, no, me too. And I will tell to all the guys here, my friends, Argentinians, that I talked to you and they were going to kill me. I love that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that makes
7: my ego so warm. Thank
3: you. <laughs> ah, come on. I got, uh, they, she broke so many hearts here. Uh, no, you know oh, what there. I felt? I, I was just, just a little answering, uh, Adam. I start to figure it out what i want to share today with the people in the in my in the lesson in this era of of internet mm, and virtual okay. lessons okay so i start to enjoy it again and find this this joy and i just share it and and mm-hmm. it's kind of my cocaine and i i i love it thank you for that no, it was good it. Now let's very, back to...
1: it was great. no it's good because you were so enthusiastic and uh and you know like we we said in the text like Barbara one of our students had a really bad day and then she said at the end of the lesson that, that that she was so glad she dropped in because it just helped her. She's she's an older woman and she's alone and she's been alone since this started. So I think it's, you know, taking its toll on, on people in those situations. And so she had yeah. a really nice uh, turnaround being in the lesson and it was nice. So Yeah, it was yeah
7: awesome.
1: awesome. Have something you considered have doing heard. it? Are you, Rebecca, did you do anything online? Have you done it? I thought I saw something.
7: Oh no, I really haven't, and no. I I might. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's nice to it's nice to hear that you're you're feeling that way, Marcelo. Getting that sort of um, joy of teaching through online platforms, um, and I know James, you are, and, and you guys both are as well, right? Uh, with your a little
1: bit, that. we are. Um, I'm not getting as much joy out of it as for I, <laughs> <laughs> I um, do. I do Yeah, I, like, you can always
3: go back to cocaine.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 I um I did teach a few privates the last two weeks to two different to two women um outside with masks on and that that was really it was so f I I it I'm curious, Liberating. you know, we'll have this conversation when we all get back to work, you know, for those of us who choose to, but the first th- the first time we met, I danced with them basically each for an hour on the pier, and I didn't want to inundate them with all this corrections or whatever. So it was just you know dancing, getting our feet wet again, and you know, and then last week kind of tapping into. It's almost like I forgot how to teach. You know, I was like, what am I? um (laughs) doing here (laughs) because i can i'm like oh we're dancing just fine you're good just fine and then i'm like wait wait wait. so you know the second time we met i danced with them more and i was able to sort of like go back into that space of like talking to them about their goals and what they wanted to do with their dance and how they wanted to speak and through their dance and things like that Um, yeah
7: i was was listening to your uh live stream a couple weeks ago and chico you were saying how how like that that first meeting is really just like for you as well just remembering yourself as a dancer and um just like how how important that is you know as a starting point instead of launching into teaching these esoteric things yeah 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 (laughs) that you know have no
2: application because there are no places to go dancing and, like, yeah, or even if you wanted to practice with someone, you don't, most people don't have even one partner to dance with. Yeah. So, it's true. Yeah.
6: I think
3: it's linked to what Rebecca was saying. Uh, coming back, we have many discussions, many chats with James Chico and with this idea of community, this idea that to, to make this. Uh, Beautiful art form that we we love, and more more friendly and more respectful, and yeah. and 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 uh, and I want something that I love about Chico and Adama working this podcast is keep working with this idea of community and really uh, nurturing this idea and 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 I love that just that. And it's...
7: Yeah, I I also want like the the question you asked me before um I think that that's that's been the reflection of this pause, this tango pause and this break like if 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 I want to continue, I really really want tango to to wake up better mm-hmm. and yeah. there's so yeah. many movements that are happening now um there's so much reckoning and in, in tango I feel as well, and I just really want it to come back with um Stronger. with more, pro- more protections and yeah. yeah, and stronger, um, yeah, for, for the individuals in the community, yeah,
2: yeah, it was, it
7: was- guys.
3: We have another one in the team, Rebecca. Welcome to the <laughs>
1: and I think with things we're moving in that direction, um, you know, little by little before for more sure, and more, sure. uh, more people, the conversation was coming up more and people were uh and you know, like teaching both roles was is becoming much more common and um and everybody's helping break through that you know uh-huh. break through that wall because like you have, you know, LGBT communities leading and following and switching roles and James and Krista left hugger, right hugger uh going on. <laughs> I brought that up yeah, in I'm... um in uh I was in a Tango Spheres conversation with Marcelo and several other people a few weeks ago, James, um, that they meet on two, Saturday at 2 p.m. and they just talk about different things happening in Tango and how they want to move forward and 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 everything. And somebody said like, "Well, what do we call it?" And I threw out right hugger, left hugger, and it got a big, it got a lot of uh, positive. I I didn't give you <laughs> yeah. credit for it though, man. <laughs>
9: man no. <laughs> no, like, you hey, know, James. I don't, I don't care. I don't we need care. to come, man. You need to- as, long, as long as it get out. As long as it get it gets out there, you know. That's great. <laughs>
2: I also yeah. feel like with this pause it's like there yeah there's a lot of stuff going on everybody's reflecting on things but it's also like absence of something I feel it's going to make people more open minded when it comes back like I this is could be the optimist in me but I feel like even with music this and that uh, like people being much more closed-minded about how things should be, I feel because it wasn't there for so long and everybody's missing it, when it comes back, we have an opportunity to have more things be acceptable for some people.
7: Yeah.
2: I don't know if you guys feel like that. I Like with music, no, yeah. for example, I feel people will be more open-minded to... Uh, live music that is a bit more outside the traditional or I don't know that's that's how I feel that it will be more free
3: at at the same the format of the milonga will change too and there is yeah. many nice things coming
2: Yeah
7: I how do, how do you way. see that like what what's the best case milonga reshaping
3: uh, the other a couple of weeks ago adam uh, we had uh, they had here tammy and she mentioned thunders. this concept <laughs> once song time yes and i that sounds smart you know what because i mean the former belong that we know now it is super new what i remember my teacher telling me uh, like i don't remember you guys uh, the the old guys who were saying that this idea of four tangos, 4 tangoes—it you know, was not like that. It was like tango, then jazz, or, uh, or other kind of things, and then tango again. So there was more variety in the in the songs. It was not like this uh, long relationship, long-term relationship of four songs forever. And then <laughs> it was more, more, more less committed <laughs> in that time. Well, so I think that I will come back to that. Oh, uh, yeah.
9: But I, I think that's a sign of the times, right? Because I think that, that in the 1940s, people needed more stimulation, uh, more dopamine than that. I mean, we are overstimulated and, and uh, we, we get way too much dopamine. Right. But what we're la- really lacking compared to the 40s is uh, intimacy right and interpersonal intimacy yeah. so i think that we don't really think about that but unconsciously the length of the tanda and the whole ritual around it has evolved for our time to uh you know to Have get that what time. we need yeah to get what we need as animals you know that we're mm-hmm. missing you know from but our one thing that
1: lives. when going back to that tango spheres conversation somebody that is from the states who lives down there said like in her perspective people outside of Buenos Aires adhere to these arbitrary rules far more than people that actually live in Buenos Aires. Like we all believe in these, <laughs> Yeah. Not we, maybe not specifically us, but yeah. like, all these rules about, you know, how to DJ and four tandas and what orchestras to play with whom and da, 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 da. And uh, I remember my first, even to this day, but especially my first time going down there, I'm like, everything that I had been like led to believe about, Buenos Aires, everybody dances perfectly, in the Ronda, and the da, da 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 and I go to all these different events and these different milongas, and each one is <laughs> different from the other, and everybody's bad, and everybody's good, and there's it's just, like, such chaos and beauty. And I'm like, yeah, I think we tend to try to, like, quantify and put things in boxes here a lot more, you know?
3: Yes. Oh, well, one other yeah. really good example. Sorry, sorry, and then you can... And I, and I think that one of the pressure that I feel in, outside of Buenos Aires is this idea that if you go and say yes for one Tanda, you have to commit it for one Tanda. No, I have tons of stories of ladies here just dancing one song with a guy and saying goodbye. And happened to me a couple of times. So it's kind of more normal here than around the world.
7: Yeah, I think the the sort of mythology of, of etiquette in Buenos Aires is, is just like you have to take it's it's so literal, like you have to take everything so literally uh, in order to do it right. And um, yeah, I I just I see that as really problematic, <laughs> yeah. you know. But people yeah. people really like to swallow the Kool Aid, and they're like, this is the right way to do it. And then like whole communities are sort of based in this this structure of etiquette. And, um, and, and then a lot of people end up feeling really left out or unempowered. Yeah. In
2: well, I that. always sure. feel like it's been like it's that this is something that's taken out of like, it's a living and breathing thing in a culture. Like it exists as part of culture, and it's taken out of there. And it goes to so many other different countries, right? So to mm-hmm. me, it always feels like you take this animal and you put it in a laboratory. Yeah, So and so we have created laboratories. So and in the laboratory, what do you do? You set rules to <laughs> make this work. And mm-hmm. those rules come from one segment of the culture because you're taking a sample and you're bringing it somewhere else. And so it's like starting to become something but then it's those rules become so strict and it just becomes the thing as if it's only exists in one way Um, Mm -hmm. and then it becomes
6: I I don't know like that's how I always felt
2: like this is a laboratory version of what where it actually comes from sometimes Um, yeah
7: and then when you travel around as we all have you you see (laughs) <laughs> like all the different, um, you, you see all the different variations of that.
2: Yeah, and from... it doesn't adapt to where it is brought to, right? And that's why people feel left out. It's not adapting to, even like they they do a milanga at a certain space and there's the rule, you have to kabaseo. Like some woman will not accept the dance unless they're kabaseo. But the space doesn't allow for a kabaseo.
6: Uh, right. So then
2: what do you yeah. do? Like that, that, so these, some of these rules need to adapt to the situation, uh, the, the new culture this dance is being introduced to, but all of that gets left out.
9: But that's part of the force of inclusion, though, that you're, you're uh, uh, talking about, that you've, you brought up, you know, and that, that's, I mean, that, that, that's church inclusion. Right, Hmm. where where, you know, uh, maybe a tiny percentage of the uh, people attending the sermon are actually, actually, emotionally enjoying it. Hmm. You know, a tiny percentage, right? You know, but 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 the rest of the people are there because they feel like part of something. They feel included. They know Hmm. the rules. They know when to be quiet. They know when to stand up. When to sit down. (laughs) When when to sing. You know when to. uh, uh, throw out you. some cash into the bowl, you know they they know the ritual and they're included because they know the rules and it's pretty it's pretty fast to memorize the rules in tango compared to church <laughs> I suppose <laughs> I mean you, think you so? know, cabose, and uh, you know for Santana this rotation that rotate you know uh, finishing the tanda with someone all all these little uh, codigos. Right, like, like it, I think it's much easier to to memorize those and uh, and 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 even take them into action than it is to actually get good at tango. Hmm. Right. So, so <laughs> if, if 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 your main if your main driver is for inclusion, then that's a very tempting place to go. Hmm. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. As, as oh, I yeah, but I know the rules more than. Ex person who's been doing it a few weeks less than me. It's true. And also,
2: like,
6: yeah, go
2: ahead. I was gonna say, and also, like, that makes me always like I forget. Like a lot more people are a whole lot more about knowing what to expect. Where? Oh yeah. Like I'm not like that. Adam's not like that. But like more people are happier when they know what to expect, and I always mm-hmm. forget this. Um. Well,
9: going what back to your point, too, those, I was going stringent...
1: to. Gonna... Uh-huh. Oh, sorry.
9: Uh, sorry. What if you had? What if you had just just as uh, clear and stringent and simple a set of rules that are very rule like for those people, but they were just better rules. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you, you know. You, you, you include you include everybody, you know, no matter what they look like or their, you know, or their orientation or this or that, right? You know, like there were there were the same kind of set of stringent standards, but they were they were just better, <laughs> you know. They, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean that that's. To me, I don't know have the answer to that, but that's a question think, that's on my
1: mind. I think a lot, a lot of people yeah, I I, a lot of people don't really know how to have fun unless like they're checking the boxes of fun. You know, like yeah, we've thrown a lot a of good events. Point. Well, we've thrown a lot of events over the years yeah. that it's just sort of like come, you know, it's a Milonga, but it's a party at Chico's at our Chico's Loft or it's a bowling alley in Cleveland where I do my thing and and um it took, I feel like it's taken a lot of people a lot of time to just learn how to have fun in their own terms and not feel like. And be
5: social. Checked,
1: you know, and just like organically do it instead of being like, well, I did this, I did that. I I, I I sat here, I danced my tanda, like I I had fun. And it's like, you did not have any fun. You just, <laughs> you just satisfied your expectations of what you think fun <laughs> is, but. It's, I don't think you really experience that fun. I don't know. I mean, that could be and then there's, a, there's another.
7: It's kind of another category of of dancers that can only have fun if the parameters, if if all the boxes are checked. Like, if if the 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 floor etiquette is perfect, if if the volume's good, if the you know the the surface of the floor, you know. And, and <laughs> that varies from region to region, but we get, a, we get quite a lot of uh, complaints here in the Pacific Northwest, I'd say. Um, yeah. As well as when I lived in Germany, they, they like to voice their um, concerns. But uh, it's it, like that safety of having like all of these things okay is the only way that they can, I don't know, feel safe or, or the, enter the, the dance the way yeah, they want
2: mm-hmm.
1: to. Yeah.
7: Which, yeah, which always, leans I, towards like a heavy police scene of others.
1: Yeah, so I've always yeah, really, gotta really avoid enjoyed that. throwing events that are just much more like feeling spontaneous and, and, um,
7: yeah. And, and I think it's cultivated like a way, crowd, right?
1: you know? Yeah, it's unexpected and just sort of like here's a room, here's some music, here's some people. You're all adults yeah fucking figure it out like like the first year I did my tango I uh I remember my friend Justin and his wife came in they're not tango dancers and after like the second night this woman was complaining because nobody was dancing with her and um my friend's wife said he's like and, and uh she was complaining to me and my friend's wife said like I don't know what these people expect from you I mean you 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 rented a space, you're playing music, you put all of these people in the same room who all enjoy the same hobby. How much more can you do to, to help them meet each other? You're just a, like, you know, from their perspective, it was like, it was like, they were waiting for me to like walk around the room and, and pair people up. Um, and, be, like, <laughs> you know, like we're all in kindergarten or something. I just thought it was interesting the way she worded it. It was like, what else can you do that you, that, what else do they need to have a good time? Like you provided almost everything that they can that
3: they need, you know. Yeah, I, I from this perspective for somebody who is outside of the of the culture of the, the states, something that I noticed that is the the need of serve uh customer service. Mm-hmm.
6: And I think that
3: mm-hmm. yeah. they go with that. They, yes. This customer service service idea that I go and pay something, if it doesn't work, I can I can get the money back in in that moment, complain. or I need to call somebody, somebody will call me and will try to fix my idea. Uh, we are not used that in this part of the world, so we need to figure it out. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. And it's, yeah. Like, it's almost like they feel entitled to complain because they paid for that service. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. though, like what they paid for was a room with a music and a DJ, and the rest is whoever comes, and it's up to them to have fun and um, create the opportunities.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: And I agree, Marcella, like Guys, that was a culture shock for me when we came to Argentina. Uh, I never heard anyone complain about the floor. I never heard anyone complain about the DJ.
3: No, no, I mean, no, I no, like, because This they is other... it.
2: This is it. <laughs> yeah. like, this is how it should be. <laughs> if and they no... didn't like the song or the tanda, they socialized. If they liked it, they danced. <laughs> like...
1: If they didn't, they left. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, yeah so and you...
2: Alone, you were going to say.
3: Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, we need to organize it today. Today we are like non organized. Let's... Vamos. Uh, we can do it. Yeah.
6: <laughs> also,
1: Marcelo, <laughs> no, it sounds well, like you're eating a bag of chips every time you talk.
2: Yeah. yeah really? It could be <laughs> your line maybe is causing a delay or something, like it was happening with me earlier, too. Now? Just, you
3: know, better?
2: Saying, but it's okay. Now it's good. Yeah.
3: Well, I yeah, was yeah, saying, it's something about other yeah. cultures, too, because uh Okay, we have Argentina here. Is survival mode? You pay something, and then you try to find out what the hell was that. <laughs> and then in the states, is more about the customer service. And in Japan, I remember that the organized when I went there, the, uh, the 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 culture asks for the organizer to dance with everybody. For instance, if the organizer is a leader, he needs and he has to dance with all the followers who came wow. to the that event. That is a must. So it's interesting about culture. Yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and the role of the organizer. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. That's it. Chico,
7: you never danced with me when I come to your Malanga. I wanted. I would love
2: to dance with you. (laughs) (laughs) In both roles, popular
6: (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: No, she's so popular.
1: No, I meant Jesus. that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. No. You're not popular, Chico. Jesus.
2: Fuck <laughs> you, Adam.
1: You know, Marcelo, I think there is a tremendous delay from everyone this week.
6: Hmm. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I <laughs> I'm just, I'm just drinking how...
2: Moscals here. Oh, I love oh, Muscals. Can I join you? Yes. Mm. <laughs> wow.
9: Sauvignon Blanc here. Oh,
7: boring. <laughs> Come <know>. on. <laughs> can, can, oh, can you guys see the moon yet?
9: Oh yeah.
2: Oh, I want to check it out.
9: It's fantastic. Go it
2: to my balcony. Thanks for reminding me.
1: I'll have to wait. I've been sleeping
9: outside in the hammock. That's where I fell asleep snoring last night. You week. did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The moon the moon just comes right over. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm in a I'm in New York. I'm in Brooklyn. It takes a little work to see a moon here.
2: <laughs> yeah, mine is I think I missed my window me, between the You need like moon ten minutes
1: to go find a view with the moon in it.
3: <laughs> there we have Sharon, the 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 producer of the show. She <laughs> clarified the the, the the problem. Thank you so much, Sharon. You, Thank you. I really appreciate
2: <laughs> Very useful always. Very useful comments.
3: Yeah, everybody who is wondering what the hell, hell is going sold. on today, Sharon answered the question. Thank you so much. <laughs>
7: it also sounds like somebody is popping a bottle of champagne like every 10 minutes
4: yes yeah Yeah.
1: well here's the connection got is bad because like i got kicked off the computer that's why i'm calling in now from my phone so it said here that we might not even have a record of this show anymore i don't know if it's going to record anymore i'll find out when i when i close oh um I uh, everything. Uh, so we can say uh, we can say everything that
3: we want and there will be no record Perfect.
2: guys I have an idea James you inspired this with your growl can we all do a chest bump on air yeah uh, what does that sound like
6: oh, like a growl or a
9: chest bump
2: it's, a, it's I, gonna be a chest pump. We're gonna visualize the chest pump because I don't know how we're gonna do that part. And now we're gonna have to growl after the chest pump. Are we gonna
9: okay.
2: slap our chests?
7: Yes.
9: So <laughs> standard rules growl after the chest pump. Okay.
2: Okay. So ready? Go. Okay. I'm gonna go ready, go. Okay. Are you no. right? <laughs> hold on. That's hold all on. I had. Okay. No. Ready?
6: Go.
7: <laughs> real werewolves out tonight.
3: Wow, okay. Then you said that I was in cocaine. Well.
6: Just hyper from teaching. Uh, Me too.
1: I, think that's a, I think that's a nice way to end. I think that's a high note. Plus, since we're all like talking over each other and delayed, it might be. Also, a good time.
7: <laughs> well, well, if I can make a request,
6: since
7: yeah. Chico got a chest bone, could we all yes. howl at the moon? Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah uh, can yeah, you yeah. give us a sample of what a howl means?
6: <laughs>
2: so I don't embarrass Wait, myself.
9: Hold on. My dog's got to get in on this. Gus is well, they here? Get oh, it. Everybody's He's high tonight. He's a professional. <laughs> Okay, I come think on, guys. We,
7: we, we'll all do it together. Yeah, okay. Krista
9: too. Krista's coming out.
7: Awesome. All right, you, you gotta come count on. us down, Chico.
9: Come on. Okay. Come
2: out.
5: We're good. Ready? Go. Okay. Ow! 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 Ow!
2: Thank you. Oh, wow. That was awesome. I feel so much better. <laughs> it's
1: like it's I'm like so doing so the
2: only... all of It's like all my <laughs> much better, your... right?
7: Yeah, that made my week. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: god, that was so good.
3: <laughs> I think that, that what we just did is the best way to include everybody. <laughs> talking what John was saying, to, "Yeah, absolutely, we can be goofies, and that is fun." Exactly.
7: So <laughs> oh, this is new tango, new tango etiquette. Yes, I Just
3: love it. <laughs> can you imagine when you are in the entrance of the milonga, and say you need to do something goofy. If you don't do something goofy, you come in. That would be.
2: <laughs> now you're being exclusive Oh
6: no. Shoot. shoot. She got oh, me. Oh. She got me.
9: Balancing on a pin. Yeah.
6: Oh my god. Well, friend. all right everybody. Tough
1: world? world.
6: Yeah, thank you. Well, you hey
9: hey Adam. Adam yeah. Chico Marcelo before we go. Uh we have 4 out of the 5 uh uh Weeks of material, beginning, intermediate, and advanced, up on the website. Okay. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, because I know the seventeenth. Yep, yep. The A Style website. I can put a link in
3: the thing before we hang up. Again. Yes, please. And, guys, uh, we are yeah. going to work with 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 James. So get tuned. You are going to see us doing goofy things. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's
9: going to be some laughter. I think. October seventeenth, eleven to two, uh, Mountain Time, right?
2: Mountain Time, baby.
9: Yeah, is that where I live? Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> uh, I cut
1: my hair. I'm ready. All right, sounds good. Uh, are you gonna cut your hair?
9: <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, he did.
2: The... He did cut his hair.
9: Oh, you did already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
3: Okay. <laughs> More <Muy> important. <laughs> well Re-
1: he didn't Rebecca. just start
2: cocaine again, he cut his hair too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to catch up and
7: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hopefully we'll, we'll uh um, everybody fun. can
7: oh. Yeah. I, my website is uh, a little out of date, but <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> and um, I guess any any future works will be posted there. so You can check Fantastic. out tangorebecca.com
3: We want the marathon in the park. That is a must, Rebecca.
2: You're all invited. <laughs> yes! This has been an absolute pleasure, Rebecca. We need Likewise. to do yes. this more often. tangorebecca.com
9: tango. yeah,
7: Not Rebecca tango, tango, but Tango Rebecca. You'll get another Rebecca if you go the other direction. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, maybe I'll come lurk around your future life, casts,
1: Yes. Cool. Yeah, call in any yeah. time, every week. James and Marcella are generally here with us, so you can always say hi to them, too. Yeah,
2: feel free to come whenever yeah. and be part of it. We just
9: hang yeah. around, you know.
2: We just get drunk and fall
9: asleep (laughs) under the moonlight,
2: and then now we're gonna start howling at the end of the show. Thanks to you. Uh, So whenever you come, we'll howl. How about that? Ooh,
7: very nice. I'll come every full moon then. Fantastic.
1: (laughs) All right, everybody. Have a wonderful night.
3: Okay. Big hugs. Thank you all. So.
1: thank you okay hi, somebody's hi. kicking us out hi. i
3: got it i got it okay hey, Adam, oh. fine. <laughs> <laughs> good night
2: Bye. guys